Hey there, before we start this episode of Welcome to the Revolution, Special Olympics Texas wants to let everybody know that the COVID-19 Johnson & Johnson vaccine is now available through our partner, Terrytown Pharmacies. We'll be bringing the vaccine to 15 cities across the state of Texas starting in April. Now, before we get started, when this episode was recorded, the due date for our registration was March 24th at midnight. Uh, We want to let everybody know that that has changed to March 29th at midnight. So if you have not signed up, or registered to get the COVID-19 Johnson & Johnson vaccine, you still have time to do so. Once again, when we recorded this, the due date was the 24th, but it has been changed to March 29th at midnight. It, it emanates from that event that you, you just can't walk away from that not smiling. And it's a good thing to be in a uniform somewhere and be able to leave there with a smile on your face and not, you know, wondering. Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching the podcast, I'm Everett King, and joining me today as a co-host, I have the co-program director of Area 11, Shauna Racky. Maybe we'll get her to talk a little bit more today. Good morning, Shauna. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. But also joining Shauna is one of our unified pairs for the North Region, the DJ podcast having Officer Chance Graves. Hello, uh, uh, Officer Graves. How are you doing? Good. How are y'all? Thanks for having me on. Oh, no problem. Thanks for being on. So as you all have, uh, if you've been listening each week we've had a different unified pair and for those who all uh, those of you all who do not know what a unified pair is that is when we have one of our athletes uh from special olympics pairing up with someone that does not have an intellectual disability and what we're doing now is we're doing athlete and letr law enforcement torch run um, officers as the unified partners so you know Chance is actually sitting on listening for today, uh, but you all know if y'all have been listening, I'm going to put him on the spot with a couple of questions. So I'm going to start it off real early. Uh, Chance, what got you involved with Special Olympics? So I've been a police officer for about 15 years, and it's just been the last um, five years I got reassigned to community relations. Um, our department's always had a pretty strong following for LETR. Uh, but I kind of wanted to take it to the next level um, and getting moved into the uh, community relations unit. I was able to do that. So I was able to get more involved. Um, and I'll be honest, I do it for a very selfish reason. Um, I do like helping and I like giving back, um, but I definitely, and I think anybody who's ever volunteered with Special Olympics or LETR will tell you that you always get more than you give. Um, and that's why I do it. Uh, I get a lot more out of it than I give in. I know for sure. Um, I like helping out as much as I can, whether it be fundraising, volunteering at events, selling our LETR t-shirts. Um, just those are some of the main reasons that I got involved. I love that. Now, you know, with that being said, for those, you know, of your brothers and sisters in, and I'm not going to just say law enforcement, but in the public safety uh, arena, 
what kind of um, encouraging words could you give them to try to get involved? Because I know there's a lot of people out there, but they're like, well, maybe I can't do it. You know, what kind of things can you let them know? Not only just the big smiles that you get, but um, what can you get out of uh, doing this and representing, you know, whether fire department, police officers, uh, paramedics, what have you? Again, to go back on that selfish mentality, um, in this day and time, I mean, law enforcement kind of gets a bad rap right now. And anytime we can have a positive light shined on law enforcement, I think it goes a long ways. Um, and I think this is a great opportunity for anybody in law enforcement or public service. Um, I've been trying to get our fire department more involved and they're always on board to help us. Um, anytime we ask whether we need a fire truck for an escort or just to make some more lights and sirens at one of our events, they've never told me no. So. I just think it's a good opportunity for um, public safety to one, give back and two, you know, in return, you're going to get back because it's going to be a positive uh, representation for our, you know, our, our group of people that I work with every day. So I think that's a, a good reason to do it. Well said, I can't uh, agree more. Um, you know, granted, I've never been a police officer. Now that has been on my bucket list, but uh <laughs> About 10 years ago, I probably could have went through the police academy, but the knees keep telling me I'm not as young as I think I am. So <laughs> I totally understand. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I have I run into a lot of folks, you know, when I'm in the community and uh, even when I'm not working, I'm sporting some type of Special Olympics gear. Matter of fact, we were just talking about that this morning on our state uh, our state uh, called this morning with all of our employees here that, you know, it, it's funny how if you're wearing something that has Special Olympics, you never know who notices that. And, you know, it, it's touched them and they're they're excited that, you know, you're doing that. And and I have a lot of police officers as well as uh, as well as uh, firefighters that, you know, say something, you know, hey, I wish I could get involved. And it's gotten to the point that whenever we're, uh, Sean and I will go to have lunch with um, a school district uh, doing, you know, trying to help out with UCS. And they'll laugh at me because I will stop talking and go up to those police officers and hand out my business card and ask them, do you all know anything about LATR? Why don't y'all give me a call? We can go ahead and talk about this. So, And that is you know. great because I, I don't know if every officer knows about LETR um, and the opportunities. So when somebody comes up and just how excited you are about the um, the whole movement, I mean, you can really push those officers to maybe make that phone call. And then they're going to have to get the chief on board, which is the biggest driving force between any LETR, you know, local um, LETR group. If I didn't have a chief that supported, you know, my efforts um, and our department's efforts, there's not much I could do. You know, I couldn't show up in uniform. I could volunteer on my own time, but I couldn't show up in uniform. I couldn't, which is what a lot of the athletes want. They, they love that uniform. Um, I mean, and to speak to the officers, if they're listening, um, you know, there's a lot of negativity um, around police right now. And if you go to either an LATR fundraiser or a special Olympics um, event for whatever sporting event, it is nothing but positivity. I mean, it just, it, it emanates from that event that you, you just can't walk away from that not smiling. And it's a good thing to be in a uniform somewhere and be able to leave there with a smile on your face and not, you know, wondering, does everybody hate me or does everybody, you know, how do they feel about it? You just know that everybody there appreciates what you do. Uh, they enjoy having you there. 
race, gender, creed, nothing, none of that matters. It's just cops interacting with athletes and it's a great experience. Definitely. Um, and, you know, and, and I like that you said that last part there, you know, as a black male, uh, you have a lot of people that have, you know, especially in the community, negativity towards police officers. And I thought it was only, you know, in our community uh, coaching out here in Decatur. Um, I had an athlete. I have a lot of police officers, uh, friends, and I had one come to practice and I had three of my athletes that were so afraid because of all, as you said earlier, all the negativity that's in there. And I had to sit with them and I had the officers come and talk. And then they realized, oh, you know, it, it's not a bad thing. So, you know, with you all coming out there and showing your support and, and it's, not, it's not a fake thing. You know, it just like the staff here, you all love doing what you all are doing. And, and when the athletes see that, that just makes them feel more secure and not, I mean, literally, you know, I, I just, I, it broke my heart to see the way that, it, it, especially this was a, a, a older lady. She was in her thirties and she was just terrified. I mean, trembling. So, yeah. you know, but to see her interaction now. Whenever we were able to have games, you know, she would go up to the police officers to get the the sticker badges that would get handed out. So, you know, I really appreciate all that you're doing and, and coming out there and shedding that good light for, you know, law enforcement as well. You know, just giving back. And I, I know that's what you're doing. And you're not doing it for kudos. You're doing it because that's what you like to do. I'm telling you, I always get more out of it than I will give. And, and I really appreciate you encouraging that athlete to go up and interact with that police officer um, because it is it's scary to be on a traffic stop or, you know, we we know that when people call the police, they're not in their best moment. Um, nobody likes to get pulled over. I don't like to get pulled over. So that can be very stressful. And to do it at a sporting event, to go up and meet a cop, I mean, you get to see that, you know, that's a person in that uniform. Um, I mean, so it's really nice to do that in a relaxed, um, calm environment where, there's no expectation that the cops going to be, you know, telling you to do something or you're not in a bad situation where you've had to call 911. So those officers are out there building those relationships, not even knowing that that officer that you talked to, that she talked to on that um, that day probably didn't know he had an effect to the life of that person. I mean, that athlete has now interacted with who knows how many cops because of that one positive interaction she had with a police officer at an event. I mean, and that's one it's another one of the things that I mean it's just one of the things you don't even know that you're affecting somebody in such a big way um, by just a small gesture, just by being there just being a smile on face and having those sticker badges. So, and we have to tell our officers like, Hey, you're going to get hugged. So if you, if you can't handle getting hugged, cause in the Academy, they tell you know, nobody gets around you when you have your uniform on because of all the weapons we have on our belt and stuff. So we have to make sure officers understand, like if you need to go with another officer to make sure, you know, you have somebody watching your back and you think it's bad, you're going to get some hugs. Um, and I promise by the end of the event, you'll, you'll want those hugs each time you come back. So. Wow. Now I usually say I'm trying not to say amazing, but yes, that's amazing because I do love, I love the way that I see the interactions with, with the law enforcement at our events, but this, this has gotten a little deeper than most of our interviews and I'm loving it. Thank you, officer Graves. Um, you know, I can't wait to sit in on uh, you, and I believe the next one's going to be you and Ethan. So, you know, hey, if you all have any questions about LETR, feel free to email me at eking at SOTX.org. Um, and if I don't know the answer, I will find someone that has the answer. But 
we have some rookies, some newbies on the show today. And they're here to talk about an amazing thing, an amazing partnership that is happening right now. And you have until the end of tonight, midnight tonight. Now, I probably confused some of them because remember, this is a recording. So midnight tonight, you have time to go ahead and register. So with that said, I will turn it over to Jessica Kilbane and Sarah Haynes. Good afternoon, everyone. How are you all doing? Good afternoon. We're doing great. Great, great. So what is this big news that I will not spread right now? I'm letting you all go ahead and say it. So which one would you all like to spread the good news that we're doing and partnering up with? Oh, Sarah, I'll let you take the lead on this one. All right. Well, we have some really exciting news for our SOTX family. Uh, we are partnering with Terrytown Pharmacy to get the COVID-19 vaccine into the arms of everyone in the state of Texas that supports Special Olympics Texas. So uh, right now you can go to Special Olympics, uh, excuse me, SOTX.org and register to receive your vaccine. We've got several vaccine locations across the state. Select the town you want to be vaccinated in, and then we will get you signed up with a date and time to receive the Johnson & Johnson one-dose vaccine. It is our goal to get this vaccine into the arms, like I said, of everyone who's a part of our family. That includes our athletes, their families, their caregivers, their teachers, their coaches, our volunteers, our uh, supporters, our sponsors, uh, anybody that wants to support Special Olympics Texas, uh, we want to make sure that you're vaccinated and safe when we return to play very soon this summer. All right. Now, you know, with that being said, you said our athletes. Um, so can any of our athletes get this or do we have any age requirements for this? That's a great question, Everett. Yes. Uh, right now, you must be at least 18 years of age to receive the vaccine. Uh, so uh, it's important. And that includes the athletes, their siblings, uh, and all of our supporters. 18 is the minimum age to get this particular vaccine dose. All right. See, this is an amazing thing that we have going on with Special Olympics right now. But another amazing thing, and I'm going to try to catch her before she leaves, is um, SO Connected Live. Claire, um, if you're still here, can you go ahead and give us a little details on SO Connected Live? Yeah, Everett. Um, hi, I'm surprised you guys invited me back. Um, also, you might need to check your eyes because that's Dalton Hill that is actually leaving. Um, I'm staying um, here on the podcast to stay until you need me. Uh, for those of you that are involved with Special Olympics, you've seen our So Connected videos online each week. We have some great volunteers and partners and athletes that join um, to show us cooking videos, exercises, different crafts and activities, um, etc. And we actually have a new branch of So Connected called So Connected Live. And So Connected Live is basically the same type of content just on a live Zoom call. Um, 
These activities are designed to educate and activate our athletes and their supporters and families in different aspects as fitness and nutrition, physical activity, mental health, safety practices, and just fun things. Um, so we've had two So Connected live events so far. Uh, we danced with the Texas State Shredders, and we had a fitness workout with Coach Jamie from Austin. And tonight, actually, at 7 o'clock, we have a basketball skill class with uh, Coach Jeff from the ATX Ballers. So each week, uh, look at that So Connected calendar on SOTX.org. Find out what live event is going on that week. We'd love to have athletes register. Um, and also, we're looking for more people to host these events. So if you want to do a craft or music or sport or, uh, you know, mental health activity, anything and everything, we're welcome welcoming. Um, I believe our next event next week is going to be walk, uh, working with the dog trainers at an academy and kind of getting to ask them Q&A about how they train their dogs. Um so yeah, lots of cool things and we'd love to see you guys there and we'd love to see you guys hosting. So feel free to contact me at C-R-I-E-B-A-U at SOTX.org if you have questions or you want to host for us. Back to you, Everett. See, you can tell that Claire is a regular because she did not waste any time to give me a crisp jab RJ Rajab. So yes, I put my glasses on and it wasn't Dalton, it was Chance. So I am sorry. <laughs> but with that being said, thank you all for, for all of those. And I will have another question for you about this active, I mean, the live uh, aspect here in a moment, Claire, but I'm going to jump back on to the vaccine uh, because, you know, that's what we're, we're trying to do now. Um, Jessica, I'm not going to let you feel like you are left out. We are all, as staff members, reaching out to all of our areas. And, you know, as we're telling them here in the North, we're over-communicating with everyone. Um, why do you feel that, you know, in your mind, why do you feel that we need to do all of this over-communicating so, you know, just in case we have listeners are going, man, I've done had five people call me. <laughs> Let them know exactly. Because literally out here, I think there's one that Amber called, I called, Shauna called, then I called him again. But uh, <laughs> why are we doing all of this over communicating? You know, Everett, I think that's a great question. Um, this is such an exciting and rare opportunity to have direct access to sign up for this vaccine. Um, I know that We've been hearing news that vaccines will become available um, soon and more and more people will be, avail uh, be able to get these vaccines. But this is an exclusive opportunity for our Special Olympics Texas family. Like Sarah said, athletes, coaches, athletes, families, volunteers, unified partners, anyone over the age of 18 who is connected to Special Olympics Texas or connected to our athletes, this is their exclusive chance to get that vaccine um, as quickly as possible so that we can really get back to play and back on the field. Because, I mean, I'm sure you guys hear it all the time. I hear it all the time on my end, but I think that's something that we are all ready to do. True. That is true. So, you know, once again, we will be notifying trying to notify each one of our coaches and HODs. All right, so 
here comes the hard hitting questions, you know, um, and I guess I'm going to leave it with one big one. We have some of our delegations that are in small towns that, you know, when you look at the list, they haven't been added to that list and they have to travel to some bigger areas to, to be able to get that. Which one of you two would be able to or would like to go ahead and discuss that and, and let them know? It's not that it's Special Olympics is not looking for that. It's, you know, matter of fact, I don't know. It's not my logistics. I'm going to leave it to you two uh, hard hitters right there. So, Sarah, Jessica, which, you know, what, what would you say to these smaller areas? Yeah, Everett, that's a wonderful question. And uh, what we are partnering, like I said, with Terrytown Pharmacy and trying to determine what's the best places we can hit the most amount of people to make sure that we can get those vaccinations complete. Uh, we need some large parking lots. These are drive-through vaccination distributions. And so uh, with the help of our partners, uh, we've identified uh, some towns within the state of Texas where we think uh, are easy for folks to drive to. So if you're in Wichita Falls and you're saying, well, gosh, I have to get in my car and drive out to, to Abilene or if I have to drive to Fort Worth, uh, guarantee you we're definitely going to make this worth your while. This is a one-shot vaccine. So you don't have to drive back three weeks later to get a booster shot, which is great news. We're going to have some awesome swag giveaways for everybody who comes through to get their vaccine. So we're going to make it worth your while to get in the car, travel out, and enjoy uh, the pageantry that only Special Olympics Texas can give at a vaccine, vaccine distribution. Uh, so we hope that everybody will look and find those towns that are closest to them and make those appointments. That's awesome right there. So, you know, with all of this cool stuff that we're going to have, you know, we're actually doing these vaccinations for everyone. How much is this going to cost? That is even better news. There is no charge to receive this vaccination. Uh, this is monumental, life-changing stuff here, folks. Uh, for those of you have, who have suffered through COVID or know somebody who has uh, gotten the virus and has beat it, you know this virus is no joke. This is serious stuff. And so it is with great pleasure that we uh, are able to offer this vaccine to get everybody taken care of, get everybody safe, so that we can return back to our regular competitions, our regular sports, and seeing all of our friends again. So uh, there shouldn't be any barriers other than the travel to another town to get this vaccine. Okay, let me get this right. So you're telling me, number one, I don't have to pay for this. Number two, it's only one vaccination. Number three, that if I'm a younger athlete, my my older siblings, my parents, they can get this shot. If I'm a volunteer and I've already gotten it, my family member can get it. I mean, why? Oh, why why are why are you doing this for for us as volunteers and 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 for athletes? Jessica, I'm going to let you take that one. You've got the pulse of the family of SOTX. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Um, no, I think, Everett, this is really just our way of um, making sure that we can offer the safest return to play situation as possible. You know, we want to have as many of you back on the field, on the court, back at practice 
as quickly as we can. So anything that we can do to help our family members, our volunteers, our athletes, our partners get back to that uh, situation where we can all be together again, smiling and laughing and competing. That's what we want to try to do. So it's really, in in my mind, you know, pretty simple. We want to do everything we can to help get back to play with all of you. All right. So yes, that is an awesome moment. And yes, everyone, I am saying awesome. Uh, my coworker came in here with a great question. I thought I hit the hard hitting questions. You know what? I know I said no, but Here's another hard-hitting question, and I'm going to turn it over to Shauna. Okay, so this is this is the hard-hitting question. I'm getting it from several that I've called already. Is Special Olympics Texas going, is it required to have that vaccine to compete? Shauna, that is an excellent question. And right now, Special Olympics is not going to require athletes to receive the vaccine in order to compete uh, within Special Olympics. Uh, for those of you who have heard our return to practice protocols, we are still encouraging social distancing, the use of masks when in proximity to other athletes, when uh, using your hand sanitizers, uh, all those things that we've been doing for over a year now, we are still encouraging those at practice and we still will encourage those at competition when possible. So even if you don't receive the vaccine, uh, you will still be able to be a part of Special Olympics activities. But uh, we want to follow the science. And the science says getting this vaccine is going to be the safest way to avoid getting sick if you come in contact with the COVID-19 uh, virus. So again, we want to encourage you to get it. This is the best way to stay safe but we are going to allow those without the vaccination to participate. But with that being said, remember, you have this free vaccination going on that a lot of us are having to get done multiple times and you can get it done once. So if you're wanting to, I would say you need to go ahead, get ready. Wait a minute. That's what we didn't do. How do we register and how long do we have? So you'll want to go to SOTX.org. You're going to see right on that homepage, vaccines available. Click there and register. You have until midnight tonight. That's midnight tonight to register. Once that registration deadline passes, we won't be able to squeeze in one more person. So please, please, please go to S. O T X dot org. Go right to the homepage. You'll see where you can click to register. And that's midnight tonight. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah Haynes and Jessica Kilbane for coming on and giving us this exciting news about uh, this partnership with, and I'm going to say the pharmacy wrong. So you all go ahead and say it for me. Terry, Terry Town. <laughs> I don't know why I want to keep saying town, Terry. So <laughs> with Terrytown Pharmacy, hey, remember, go ahead, get registered today. You have until midnight. That's 12 more hours. So if you're on the fence, you need to either jump on one side or the other by 1155 and get registered. All right. So thank you all once again for coming on and giving us some information about uh, – 
Terrytown Pharmacy. I almost did it again. <laughs> Thanks, Everett. Thank, Thank you, you so much. All right. Now, we have our other DJ on here right now. We have Ethan Witt. He is going to be another one of our unified pairs. He's one of our athletes here in the Area 11 North Region area. So, Ethan, um, you know, I was just wondering, have you been practicing on your interview skills? Uh, well, yes, I have. All right. Well, I'm going to turn this last, this next question over to you so you can ask Dalton. All right, Dalton. Yes, sir, Ethan. Um, may I ask about the return to play, please? Yeah, absolutely. What would you like to know? Well, when do we get back? We actually are back as of right now. If you are listening to this, we are back at practice. Um, so we have returned to practice as of last week. And if you are interested, if this is the first time you're hearing about this, um, to find out more information, you can just go to our website at SOTX.org forward slash training. And if you go to that link or if you just go to our homepage, SOTX.org, you will find uh, return to play at the on the home screen where it says return to play click here and there are some steps that you can take to make sure we are good to go we have some training for our athletes our coaches our family members um, even our staff have taken this to make sure we are following good health and safety guidelines and getting back to the playing field so um, actually right now Ethan that was a great question you can start practicing right away if you are hearing about this for the first time reach out to your coach Coaches, reach out to Special Olympics. Let us know. We would love to help get y'all on the right track, get that training taken care of, and get back to practice right away. All right. So, Ethan, I think you are going to be a natural for this. That was a good question, all right? So, it's about that time. We're moving on to uh, that time of the day where we've been on here a little bit. Shauna, before we go, do you have any information on what's happening in so connected this week so connected this week uh you can go on to the so connected website and there is a schedule on there but we are having a live event tonight at 7 p.m uh if you've got some good basketball skills we want you to get involved um you obviously don't need to have a basketball but it's highly encouraged and we're just gonna work on some basketball skills with coach Jeff. And we're really excited about that. So what kind of SO extra is going on this week? Uh, who, who's actually taking that over this week? SO extra this week is it's North region, correct? No, it's not NBT. It's, it's NBT. So NBT for extra, we have our NBT girls that are down, uh, down South and they are doing their March edition of Cake Pops. So I'm really excited about that. The girls down there are doing a great job. Clara and Trinity are just awesome. And so if you want to learn how to make Cake Pops, Clara and Trinity will teach you how to do that. Ethan, you and I are going to have to get together and try to make some some Cake Pops, but I can't eat them. I'm going to give them to you, all right? Um, I cannot eat Cake Pops because oh. I got braces on. Okay. Um, but, but, but however, uh, my, my mom, my dad, my brother might have them too. So I guess I'll give it to them. Okay. You know, I'm allergic to them. You know what it does to me? What? It makes me swell up. 
around the belly area, you know. So uh, I don't because I, I can't I can't just eat one. So I'll be eating a bunch of them, and I you know don't want to have that allergic reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'll try to give some to my family, but if my family um, does react to something, then I'll just probably say, "Oh well, I guess we'll not buy anymore." <laughs> All right. Well, I would like to thank our co-host, uh, you know, my co-program director here, Sean Araki, our unified uh, host, um, Officer Chance Graves, and our athlete, Ethan Witt. Also joining us uh, about our vac- uh, vaccinations, please, once again, please do not forget you have until midnight tonight to go ahead and get registered. There will be a town near you. I can't say a town, your town, but I can say a town near you where you can go and get this done. This is happening all over the month of uh, April. So, you know, if you're wanting to get this, if you have family members that want to get this, you know, get them registered. If you are a UCS school teacher, coach at a school and you're getting those vaccinations for free, but your family members can't, Go ahead, get them registered and signed up, all right? Don't forget, you have until midnight tonight. And Um, don't forget, they have to be over the age of 18. There you go, over the age of 18. So with all that being said, thank you all for joining us today. Oh, I was talking about the vaccines and the people that brought it. See, look, I had a squirrel moment. Thank you uh, to Jessica uh, Kilbane and Sarah Haynes. And I'm going to, because, you know, she made fun of me anyway last time about this. Thank you, Claire, because I'm not going to chop up your name, uh, your last name. But thank you, Claire, for coming on and and telling us about SO Connected Live. Look, uh, this is another way that we are reaching out to our community, not just our athletes, but our community, for us to all stay active and have fun together. And as she said earlier, this is not something that's just going to stop uh, once we are out and competing because we're, you never know. We may be shooting um, SO Good News or a podcast at your event, and we have an SO Connected Live event going on as well. So I just want everyone to, you know, remember uh, to all stay so active and let's all stay so connected. I'll see you next time. And we are SOX and we are awesome. Oh, I love that. See, I thought I had a cool catchphrase. Thank you, Ethan. You all take care. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution.